Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Honest Chats. I'm JL, your host, and I'm glad you have you back. If you're returning, thank you for listening in and tuning in and lending your ear. If you're new, I want to encourage you to subscribe or leave a review, a rating, so that you are up to date with every episode that when it comes out. We drop an episode every Tuesday, but onwards. So you are listening to a three-part honest chat that I'm having with Graham, one of my friends. Um, And so this is episode one of three. I want to encourage you to listen to all three uh, because every bit of the content counts and it counts in painting a picture of the overall conversation. reason why I broke it up into three parts is because this is a one and a half hour conversation and also um, it's just so that it's broken up and we go away and we think a little bit about what what's been talked about and we think about like well are you agreeing with some of the stuff do you disagree with some of the stuff do you have a different perspective something that you'd like to add to it let me know would love to get your thoughts about it as you think on it and as we go back to some of the stuff on it so without further ado let's jump into it well here we are not eating cheese and crackers French onion dip. French onion dip and crackers. And chocolate. Four or four. Yeah. So, Graham. Very unprofessional, isn't it? With all that crackling in the background. Oh, I don't really care. <laughs> Slack podcast. <laughs> Seriously. Would you like a cracker? Yeah. Yum. Mmm. You'd bring the true professional <laughs> as I crunch away on my. Um, just as I log in, I actually have a set of questions. Oh, no, completely unrelated to what we're going to talk about today. But I thought excellent a way to break the ice. I've planned nothing, so good. I planned for last Thursday, but then no, last Monday. That fell through, yeah. unfortunately. But here we are. I'm glad we got together. What is your favourite movie of all time? Ooh. I don't think that's an answerable question. <laughs> I don't think anyone can pinpoint one film. You don't have a favourite movie? I have a favourite five. Give me one. On the list, it's not the top one. Jaws. Jaws? Yeah. The last song you remember hearing... The quick fire questions. Oh, yeah. I don't know what last song I listened to. What's the last movie you saw? Uh, Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> I do watch it a lot. <laughs> it was probably like the last Avengers film. Infinity. Yeah, mm. I don't watch films that often anymore. That's probably the last one I saw. That was in March too. Yeah, it's a bit sad. I don't know about that. Just must mean you have a life. True, <laughs> true. But I used to be like a film buff. Hey! Yes! <laughs> wow. Thousand and eight downloads. Wow. That was me just as you went to the toilet. <laughs> I downloaded it loads of times to push you over. <laughs> <laughs> so if you get like loads of downloads from Frank Nobody and <laughs> This Is Not Graham and... 
That's awesome. Yeah. Exciting times. Really exciting. I'm going to do a giveaway. They probably knew I was coming on and thought, oh, this is the time to this subscribe. This is the time to get up and there. <laughs> Got to get onto this professional... <laughs> professional... Cracker of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Last movie you... No. One thing you're looking forward to. Oh, full-time work. Full-time work. Hopefully that happens next year. Wonderful. I hope it does happen next year. These crackers are addictive. Yeah, they are. I don't know why. The last one. Okay. So let's talk evangelism. We, talk, we spoke a little bit about it um, leading into the end of our last podcast. We talked about... Um, what was it? We talked about the fact that for a lot of us, we will read something on Sunday about what Jesus says and going to all the world and... Um, Healing the sick. We're going to talk about talking about it. <laughs> and I hope that uh, something substantial comes out of it. But there is... I don't know if... Um, what you were alluding to is that there seems to be a less uh, emphasis on evangelism and missions. Probably one of the other ones that like going out and preaching the gospel. Um, take us through that. I think church is broken. Mm. I think it's actually set up to not do any of that stuff. I think church is a what would be the word self-propelling. Like you do church and you become good at church to keep doing church. Mm. Um. I ate, I ate it. Yeah, I ate the last I'm leaving. I can't stand this. Excellent. I'll just keep talking while you're here. <laughs> now, welcome to a decent podcast. Jay, how's it going? You can actually have some real. Um, <laughs> welcome to the hijacked yeah, podcast. Yeah. Now, um, we're going to talk about cheese. <laughs> I told you, not this one. <laughs> so, church is broken. Um, yes, I think it. I think it serves itself. I think mm-hmm. it's uh, it's set up to do well for you to do well at church. Right. Um. So we had an AGM for you unschooled people. That's an annual general meeting, mm-hmm. and a couple of uh, of the older folk had issues with things like our crucifix, not crucifix, not Catholic, our cross at the back of the stage hasn't been lit up recently. Wow. And uh, they, they took an affront to this. So last Sunday, it was lit up again. And the guy in the morning service, because the morning service tends to be a bit older, um, who was doing prayers got up and he said, do you notice something different about the stage? The cross is lit up. And then start saying stuff about the light of the world and, and all this weird stuff. Wow. I don't have an issue with him thinking that's important. But if that's the only thing that's important, you know, and that, that's the key thing. And I think it's stuff like that, that that is super important for him. And that, that's fine. 
because I think he sees it, you know, that it should be this and it should be that. And we've had issues before I was ever there with where the communion table is. Mm. They tried to move it off the stage at one point and people complained because I think they feel the communion table is somewhat sacred or whatever, so it should be raised up. Right. And again, don't have an issue with people having those ideas, but it becomes the most important thing that if we're doing church well, we're doing those things. Mm. Um, and we then tend to be forgetting important stuff. Right. Like spreading the gospel and what's our church actually doing in its community, um, which yeah. is probably nothing. Mm. So you get good at church by being good at church and you think that makes you a good Christian yeah. and I'm starting to re realise that you read the Bible and then you look at church and you go these things are not the same no. yeah. and we have a tendency that if you took it to that guy and said you are focused on the wrong thing I'm sure he would have good reasons mm. why that was important and etc etc be like yeah you know, these are all good reasons but they're not important yeah. and they're not Jesus important yeah. um, I was talking to a student of mine about the church and they said yeah the, all of the most judgmental mean horrible people he's ever met religious wow yeah. but it's true yeah. um, I really think that the uh, the recent um, votes on gay marriage here mm really shown up the church because things like uh, the Good Samaritan and um, treat others as you wish to be treated and all that stuff was not in effect there probably talked about this last time because it's the last big thing in the Australian sort of church that's happened so yes, it's, it's yeah, always a good it thing um, I've actually started to think recently and this is maybe controversial Controversial, though. I think, <laughs> I think, I think Satan probably destroyed the church fifteen hundred years ago. Fifteen hundred years ago. Yeah. And I think that the way he did it is he went to somebody and he went, bishops, okay, bishops is a good idea. And they went, yeah, we should have some form of, you know, somebody overlooking the churches to help them and guide them. And it was probably a really good idea at the time, but it set the church into structure. Mm. And it gave, because then they obviously went, and we should have a Pope. Yeah. And he'll be the, the head guy, and then there'll be these other underhead guys who then rule over these guys who then tell everybody else what to do. And you have a power structure. Mm. And as soon as the church had a power structure, I think it broke because people like power yeah. and people Attracted like the way things are and then the church ends up being a thing that keeps the people in power in power mm. which is why the Catholic Church had the Bible in Latin yeah. so that normal people couldn't actually read it and realise that Jesus' message said stop listening to these people in power listen yeah. to God yeah. Yeah. and I think it's exactly the same thing that Jesus was preaching against the, and his time yeah that yeah. you you've become a an organisation and you're doing it wrong yeah and so they killed him yeah 
So I'm looking forward to my uh, <laughs> my brutal death at the hands of Christians. It's going to be. See, I've been talking to you about starting this podcast, and I'm thinking I should do it a podcast, so that nobody knows who I am. Because I really, honestly think that if I went into my church, I actually do think that because of some of the stuff I've said, my church has now gone. You were troublemaker, <laughs> and sort of semi-bullied me out of any kind of leadership positions. Mm. Um, so, so you're, so you're saying that the view of the way the church has been set up now, or the hierarchical structure, is so that the focus stays inward yeah. rather than outward. Yeah, and I think, you know, with the Protestant church, so obviously broke away from the Catholic church because of traditions, etc., etc. But then we formed our own traditions and about how things are done and then they become more important than anything else. Mm. Um, Yeah. And it's on on an average, I guess, you know, you can't say that all churches are not doing well. I'm sure some are. Yeah. and I, and I don't think it's because any of any single Christian or pastor is deliberately doing anything. It's simply the fact that for my whole life, this is the church structure I've been in. So yeah. this is normal. Mm. And if you follow these things, then you're doing church right. And isn't that great? And so you're a good Christian. And then you start looking into it, thinking about it. And you start to go, well, mm. is it? Is it really? Is it? Um... Because church will always get broken by humans, as anything will, because we're idiots. Broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, the nicest person, the most humblest person, can become a pastor and mm. feel a taste of Still power. Still be corrupt. Yeah. You know. power, yeah. Um, so yeah. It's, it's not necessarily our fault, but I think we have, and I should think I said it last time, that we then choose the bits of the Bible that, that we want to believe. believe in that fit. Mm. me as a Baptist or you as a mm. Methodist or yeah. you as a mm. or whatever that that gives us our identity as a Christian um, mm. and I think my backup for any of this kind of controversial statements is the church in the West is failing I read a thing recently that um, there are now more followers in the US of Wicca and witches than Presbyterians. Not quite sure what a Presbyterian is, but I th- Me neither. think it's the American version of the Church of England. Huh. I think because they couldn't call themselves the Church of England because, you know... They're in America. Yeah, patriotism. <laughs> they call them Presbyterians. <laughs> um, half patriot, half English. Yeah. You're like, oh. we're Church of England. <laughs> no, you're Church of, you're Church of America. Um, yeah, wow. That's staggering. And, and the, the, the article I read <coughs> said that it's not Satanism. It's my alarm's going off to the bins. I haven't put the bins out. Exciting life, I believe. <laughs> it's all, it's all. Here we are talking about evangelizing to the world. Yeah, and, then and your bins the are waiting bins for need you. To be, it's all podcasts and chores, <laughs> isn't it? Um, anyway, keep going. Yeah, the article I read about it was was saying that these people believe see it as a um, pre-Christian religion, like, so it's not a Satanism thing. They believe that it's all you know nature and that kind of stuff yeah, before well. Christianity hit. Not America, mm. Europe, 
that people had all these sort of names, which is kind of half true. Um, but I, I doubt that what they're doing has got anything to do with it. I doubt they have any idea what, what they actually dabble free Christian uh, religions really yeah. were. Yeah. Um, but once it all, you know, a lot of people are choosing the freedom of, of Wicca as opposed to restrictive Christian beliefs. Yeah. And you just read stuff like that. And if you're really keen on Christianity, you should kind of explode inside yeah. because you, you read something like, like that, that how, how is Christianity seen as being restrictive in its beliefs to try and restrict you in everything? Yeah. And then you look at Jesus saying, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. And you go, we have messed yeah. this up yeah. so badly. Yeah. Yeah. It's that I don't think the church, I don't think the church is the centre or the heart of Christianity. I think it's the centre and the heart of the religion you are following that looks mm. like Christianity. Mm. I think the church is important. I'm, I'm not going to just stop going to church because I think meeting together with other Christians, you know, communal yeah. worship, communal yeah. prayer, yeah. teaching and learning, all of these things are important. But if we go to church every Sunday... And that's what we do. It's like a one percent. Yeah. The one percent, the ninety percent kind of thing. So like, it's it's taking over so that the the whole, um, you know, the rest of the week is really, I suppose, in a, in a way, focused around that two three hour Sunday experience yes. instead of that two three hour Sunday experience helping perhaps or even informing the rest of your week yeah so it's it's, it's somebody somebody put it that they see church as being <coughs> the locker room pep talk before the game mm. so you go to church to get some teaching and to, you know to get some worship in and, and some prayer and that kind of stuff and then you go out into the week and that's your, that's your game. Mm. But a lot of people think the church is the, is game. the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And again, I think it's it's the mindset <coughs> that we've had for hundreds of years. So it's it's not the idea that you know, oh, you're doing it wrong. It's like you're just in the wrong game. Yeah, like you've got the rules wrong. Yeah. Um, and so I think that is why we don't tend to do so much. Um, getting out there really mm. and I mean I'm I'm not saying that I'm going out and preaching you know the gospel on the street corners but I know I should be mm. and I, I, I really am coming to the point and it's really depressing actually you come to the point that you realise literally everything you do in life other than preaching the gospel is pointless Yeah, and it may be fun and it may be enjoyable and you know I don't think God is saying, oh, you know, you shouldn't do any, anything funny, you know, because God has, God, God has given us, yeah, all the, the good things in, on earth, but... What matters to him is... Yeah, and what ultimately matters to us, yeah. because, you know, the, the old saying about, um, oh, you can't take it with you when you, when you die. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. everything. So true. That's literally everything you yeah. do, including, yeah. like, your family. Yeah. Stuff like literally everything you That's are so very true. here to spread the gospel because here the Bible makes it clear I think 
that your earthly life is a very short amount of time yeah. and very unimportant and the world has just completely messed up and it's not a great place and God's like it's alright I'm going to make a new one that's going to yeah. be fantastic so just deal with this for a little bit yeah. and then get the yeah. it's going be a bit like getting a buying a new car and it's going to be really flash and fancy mm. and the, the people you buy from a car we can't get it to you for a week yeah so we'll give you this old banger just to get to it for a while yeah you just deal with the old banger for a week Ooh, knowing yeah. you're going to so you wouldn't start buying stuff to put in the old car <laughs> knowing the new car's coming you wouldn't yeah. start spending money fixing it up no knowing the new but that's what we do yeah my other good one I know it's a good one because people go people said oh, that's a good one <laughs> The problem of being a Great Christian, feedback. yeah. The problem of being a Christian <laughs> and talking in any kind of Christian, like doing stuff like this, mm. is that anything good you say, you know, has come from the Holy Spirit instead of you. So when you when you come up with a nugget and you're like, oh, <laughs> proud of that one. Yeah, I know the Holy Spirit. Instead, <laughs> don't you? It takes all the. Uh, but it, it, going to Mount Everest. And when you go to Mount Everest to climb it, you spend time in base camp. Yeah. And you spend quite a lot of time in base camp because you've got to get used to the oxygen. And, yeah. And then you do a few treks up to Camp 2. Mm -hmm. And then you come back down again. You go up again for a little bit longer. Then you come back down again. And then you go up the mountain. So it's this big. Wow. And it would be a bit like never climbing Everest because you've got really comfortable in base camp. Mm. and then you've set up your tent and yep. it's all really warm and it's really nice and you've got pictures up and you know and you love it and there's a great community there That's and right. from stuff I've watched it does seem like a great community mm. but it's not the point of being there no, it's not it's the not point of being there the experience. yeah and the point of us here on earth is to extend the kingdom so as many people as possible are in it when it comes yeah. and if we're not doing that Wasting time. Well, yeah, you're literally wasting time. Yeah. And I hate talking about this because then I'm like, oh, this is me and I don't <laughs> want to do that. It sounds hard. And people, I've got to preach two weeks on blessed are the persecuted for righteousness. Yeah, well. And my main point in it, I think, is going to be that if you look at all the places in, in say, Acts where there's persecution, mm. It's one, because they're preaching the word. So if we're not being persecuted, we're probably not preaching the word. And two, whenever it says, and then they, they hauled them off to jail or whatever like that, um, it also says, and about 500 were added to their number that day. Mm. So although mm. persecution comes with preaching the word, so does conversion. Yeah. And so if we're scared of persecution, we're never going to get the conversion. Mm. And it... Hmm. So, what are your thoughts as well on this idea of, um, like, a lot of today, we're talking really in our context, our Western culture, yeah. Australia, America, parts of England, Canada, now, now is post-modern, which is where Australia's moving. But, um, just going to that place of now when people become Christian, just speaking about 
prejudices. They already have an idea of what life is meant to be like. Mm. There's already this preconceived notion of this is how the, this is the right way of doing life, of steering the course of your life. Um, go to school. Yeah. Finish school. Um, that's uni, whatever. Get a trade. If you don't go to uni, um, get a job. Get a house. Nice vehicle, perhaps. If you are lucky, get a holiday house. Yeah. Or go on lots of holidays. Um, work, have a family, whatever that looks like to you. And work hard till you retire. Once you've got a nice nest egg, call that a nest egg. Yeah. Um, you know, and once all your kids have left, go on trips, and that's it. You've lived life. Yeah. And so people who are new to Christianity notice that a lot of these mentalities don't change, especially with regards to how the course of our life is meant to be. Mm. And Jesus seems to be just another addition to our already made up mind about what our plans are going to be. Um, And so there isn't really a, from what I could see, at least from what I've observed, and I come from a different culture altogether anyway, um, there isn't really a, the kind of experiences that you would see and read about in the Bible that this person was this way and then their lives completely changed around. Yeah. From a fisherman to a fisher, I mean, like, that's your livelihood. And the degree of devotion with which people followed Jesus and the degree of devotion with which we're called to follow Jesus, mm. it almost seems to be excused by how much comfort we can fit in. Like, what's your thoughts on, I think, on that? I think the main people in the, the New Testament cheated, though. All right? Because they... <laughs> all of the really successful dudes in the New Testament, which is all of them... <laughs> Because it's only a small cast, isn't it? I um, all met Jesus. Mm. They actually either spent time with him for three years, or saw him in a vision in the clouds while he was sitting in heaven. Right? You know Jesus is real. You know who he is. You get that point so clearly. What about the three thousand that? were added after Peter yeah, preaches. Yeah, and, and they never get a mention, do they? Then, they but they, the church keeps growing. Like, it keeps, it's, yeah. it's a kind of... The, but I mean, it's a but, kind of lifestyle. But you I think, think, you think how, it, how, it, how it goes along in the years. So you've got people who actually met with Jesus. And then you've got people who actually met with people who actually met with, with Jesus. Jesus. And now we've got me... Who Two thousand years later, has never met a person who even met a person who met a person who met a person who knew Jesus. Oh yeah, you think you think the lifespan of Adam? There was a time on That's Earth insane. where people where people could just go, there he is. There he is. He was the first dude. That blows my mind. Yeah, that you yeah. just like he's there. Like, oh yeah, you think you think God created the universe and God created us? Do you go? Yeah, yeah. I talked to Adam. That's this. <laughs> He's literally the first guy <laughs> on earth. Right he there. used to walk in the garden yeah. with God. Also, yeah. messed it all up. <laughs> Idiot. I'm surprised he didn't get stoned. Yeah, probably did, didn't he? 
Honestly, every time something bad went, you go, why are bad things happening to me? I'm a good person. Well, sin entered the world. Yeah, how? Him. He did it. Idiot. Yeah, because for me, I think with this whole discussion um, with regards to that, I always preface it like, well, for me, I, I preface it with, Jesus said, it's better for you that I go away. Yeah. Because if I do not go, the Holy Spirit will not come. Yep. And there's certain, I mean, one of the ways that I've tried to understand it is that I think what Jesus meant is that um, I'm in, in my humanity, there's a limitation with which I can't reach somebody in Brazil unless I just teleport over there, which Jesus yeah. could have done. Which anyway. yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> just, just suddenly appears like the next day and the disciples say, how you doing? What's that thing around here? <laughs> oh, they have these in Hawaii. What's Hawaii? Don't lie about it. What did I say? <laughs> Go to the Jews first. Uh, you leave the rest of them to me. To me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just that thing. Like, I mean, there's got to be. I don't know. I've got. To, I've, I've surprisingly got two good points for this. Go on. It seems that I know everything. Um, <laughs> this is why you're starting a podcast too. Yeah, that's it. Um, what well, one of them comes from someone else, hmm. but I think it's a really good point that yeah. Jesus. There were things that they the disciples could not understand until Jesus had completed his ministry, which included dying, right. rising again, going back to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So there is that. Yeah, it's right. better that I go because then the Holy Spirit will come and you'll have the power of God inside you and yeah. an understanding yeah. of what Jesus had done. Yeah. So, you know, halfway through his ministry, he's kind of going, of course, you know, I'm going to die and rise again. Or like, no, no, no. <laughs> what, what are you talking about, you weirdo? <laughs> um, yeah. So there, I think there's a certain amount of, of that. But I think there is also a certain amount of I can only do so much, yeah, in my human form. Yeah. But if I go and the Holy Spirit comes, then you can all be me. All be. Yeah. And I think this is this is a key problem. I think the two probably two key problems yeah. probably with the modern church, at least in the West. One is a lack of focus on heaven, and the second is that we have um, curtailed the Holy Spirit yeah. to a point where he's almost useless. I think it's interesting in the Bible where Jesus goes back to his hometown and it says, mm. it says he healed a few people and did a few things, but he couldn't do much because of the people's unbelief. And it's almost as if yeah. believing that Jesus can do it meant that Jesus can it's almost as if Jesus' miraculous power was fed by people's faith yeah. and if there's a lot of faith yeah. he could do a lot of miracles Absolutely. if there wasn't a lot of faith which I can't believe is true because I don't think the power of God is fed by faith but it's responsive to it but it's responsive yeah. to, and, and there's there's quite a bit in the Bible if you go if you read the New Testament with that in mind mm. where it does talk about faith yeah. and about things happening by faith and saving comes from faith like Paul talks a lot about you, you're yeah. saved by, f by faith so there's this quite a lot of power in this idea of faith um, and I would 
wonder mm. if because of the comfort and because of the comfort of church and we're sort of doing the right thing mm. we have a lack of faith in the Holy Spirit yeah. so that the Holy Spirit can't yeah. do anything because we've kind of gone well we don't need the Holy Spirit because we've got doctors we don't need the Holy Spirit mm. because we've got preachers we don't need the Holy Spirit thing. Hey guys, so this is the end of the episode. I just have two questions for you before we end the episode and go into a song by my friend Amy. So, why don't you send me a message to let me know what is the most enjoyable or eye-opening thing for you about the Christmas season, the Christmas story or the Christmas tradition as you know it. Let me know what that is also a second question to tag onto that is do you have any weird or just really interesting christmas traditions that you do every single year i would love to hear from you i'm actually gonna go back and um and ask my mum what is the Christmas tradition that we have that might possibly be a little bit weird because I wasn't born in Australia. And so I might bring that for you in um, on Christmas Day because that's when, that's when um, this Honest Chat number of episodes is actually going to finish. On Christmas Day, we'll have a brand new episode. So if you're new, thanks for listening. If you're returning... Thank you for tuning in and returning. We drop an episode every single Tuesday. would love your feedback on how this is impacting you. Let me know. But until next Tuesday, have a great week.